and welcome to Financial Fields with Yes, this is episode 2 titled Money, Who Am I? Honestly speaking, I didn't think I would make it to episode 2, but you know what? We are here guys. We have arrived. As we are embarking on this journey of financial growth, I thought that it is important that one is self-aware. So today, we will be asking money, who are we? By discussing money personality types. So what is a personality? A personality is the combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's unique character. So a money personality is exactly that, you know, the combination of the qualities and the characteristics, but it is centered around money and your relationship with money. So this would necessarily refer to how you react when payday arrives or when money matters are being discussed, like how do you react, what do you do? And just like a regular personality, a money personality is formed from a young age but evolves and changes as you go through life. I mean, life beats sometimes, you know, it's a roller coaster. So, you know, as you go through life, you learn new things, you experience different things, those experiences and things that you've gone through build your money personality if we're being honest but a lot of time life beats sometimes we will be discussing six money personalities namely big spender saver the avoider the money master, the money monk, and the money maker. Please note that one can relate to more than, you know, just one money personality. I mean, it is very possible for you to identify with multiple personalities. For example, in the beginning of the month, you're the big spender. Then the 15 arrive and all of a sudden you're a saver. Then the 22nd of the month arrives and now we're taking you're an avoider or you're a money monk just waiting for the month to finish. First up we got the big spender. So a big spender is someone who blows cash. You know, a big spender normally tries to keep up with the Kumalos. I don't know who the Kumalos are, but a big spender will try to keep up with the Kumalos. Maybe get the Kardashians, Bamos, Mzanzi. I don't know. I really don't know. These people, you'll mainly find them Kukonga <clears throat> or <laughs> on I Blew It. If you don't get it, forget about it. These people are genuinely triggered by having money oh god they are disturbed like when they have money they just have to spend it spend 
Temali. It is their thing. These people literally itch when they have money. Like they they need to spend it. You know, in my language, they'd be on some this is a big spender when they get money they just have to spend the money obviously big spenders have no business saving money like the word save especially when you put it next to the word money I, it doesn't make sense uh, uh, it doesn't make sense to them it doesn't register in their brain like what is saving money these people genuinely are not interested in saving money like that's not what they're here for and also they're not big on investing and are usually in debt Oof. yeah i'm scared of that thing guys Ish, i must have a conversation with vodacom yes i attempt advance mm, a practical way in which a big spender can cultivate good money habits is by adopting a budget plan and working towards saving big spend away i know you're listening to this this is coming from a place of love and care you don't have to eat all your apples you have 10 apples don't eat 11 eat eight yeah let's say eight <laughs> okay like big spenders mm-mm. hi big spenders i i fear to be a big spender hey but yeah guys we have big spenders. Next up, we have the complete opposite of a big spender, which is the saver. I kind of feel like this is a spectrum and then big spenders on one side and savers on the other side and then everything else is in between because like big spender and saver are kind of like you know extremes although like saver is not necessarily as extreme because you know beyond that i'm gonna you're just being a hoarder now Uh, uh, uh. but anyways nothing brings a saver happiness like knowing that they have managed to save money from the previous month which is great save guys like saving money is very important it's a very good and beneficial money habit but now a saver can sometimes be extreme like if you want to see an extreme example of a saver watch the show extreme cheapskates you will see a saver for real a real life saver savers feel secure when they know that they have reached or exceeded their goal in terms of like you know money that they have saved but they also get really upset and grumpy when their savings are below the minimum level or goal that they have set i mean if you want to see a person go from 100 to zero very fast it's a saver and although saving is a really great money habit, savers normally don't take a step further. They don't invest that money. Like they just you know, keep it under their bed or they keep it in the bank because, you know, the bank has to be the safest place to keep your money. So that's what they do. But like some people take it to an extreme of, leave, of living frugally. 
Like you can be a saver and save and meet the objective that you've set for yourself. But don't cripple yourself. I mean that figuratively. Don't cripple yourself trying to save towards your goal. Like if your goal is unrealistic, like you're trying to save 95% of your income, where are you gonna live? What are you gonna eat? You get. I mean, if we're being honest, living frugally will not make your bank account equate to Oprah's bank account. Let's be honest. But yes, guys, that is a saver. And I know a couple of savers. Well, they're like extreme savers, but like I know savers. I also know big spenders. I also know people who are big spenders at different times of the month. And people who are savers at different times of the month. Following the saver, we have the person who will literally talk about anything else other than money. Bona, they would rather get into an argument with you about how the sky is pink and not blue than to discuss money matters with you. An avoider would most likely be the person who says ignorance is bliss, especially when they're in the midst of a money-related conversation. Avoiders seldom spend money meaningfully. Like, okay, they might save here and there, they might invest here and there, but like, it wouldn't be anything serious. Like, they won't save seriously or they won't invest seriously because they don't really speak about money. Like, they avoid money conversations like it's the plague. Like, in our case, COVID 19, coronavirus. These people just do not want to be caught up in a conversation that has to do with money it is very much possible that avoiders don't put in a lot of effort when it comes to looking for things such as insurance policies or retirement annuities which fit their needs to them financial life does not exist it is foreign and unfortunately Ignorance is not always bliss, and in this case, ignorance will cost them dearly. In the long run, ignorance won't be blissful for an avoider. It won't even be bittersweet like the original flavored champion. If you don't know what a champion is, forget about it. And a practical way in which an avoider can improve is to actually speak of money. Or even if you know you're too shy to speak to somebody about money, Educate yourself. Go to the library. Get a book. Read up on it. You know, listen to this podcast. I mean, financial fields. <laughs> Next up, we have Jiggy China. If you don't know who Jiggy China is, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We have Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan would be the money master personality type. So this person maintains a good balance between spending, saving, and investing. Honestly, this person is me. Don't look too far for an example of a money master. I am right here. Yo, Katala. <laughs> um, this person is genuinely comfortable talking about finances. 
and you know they could even help you out you know give you some advice tips and tricks how you know they maintain the balance Jackie China, aka Jackie Chan, aka Una Lerona, aka the Money Master, is usually focused on increasing their net worth. And they live their hashtag best life, hashtag soft life, hashtag sipping mimosa on a yacht in Dubai. Okay, maybe not that extreme, but like, yeah. <laughs> they sort of have this whole money thing kind of figured out because, you know, they maintain a good balance, which is great. Next up, we have the money monk. What this person has in common with the avoider is that they both rarely speak about money. But when the money monk does speak about money, it's normally to vilify it and they speak ill of it. This person will tell you that money is the root of all evil or money does not grow on trees. And I think we've all heard these before. I know I have. Money monks vilify money as well as the people who possess the money. These people will make wealthy people or rich people seem like advocates of the devil. They will make people that have money and money in itself seem like such a terrible, terrible thing. But at the end of the day, you know, you also need to buy bread to eat and you need money to buy bread to eat to stay alive. So, what do you mean money is evil, Joshua? What do you mean, Josh? I think money monks need to learn, understand, and accept that money in itself cannot be evil or bad. Rather, the people that possess the money can be bad. I mean, if a two-rand is just laying there on the street, it's not necessarily buying a lollipop, is it? But Lerato's gonna come, pick up the two rand, go to the spaza shop, buy the lollipop. Then you see, the money was used, or the money was spent. So money in itself can't be bad, rather the people that possess the money can be bad. And despite um, your opinion or how you perceive money and your beliefs about it, you are going to need it. You are genuinely going to need the money. So yes, to my money monks out there, let's not blame the money. The money doesn't have power. Money only has power because we give it power. The sixth money personality would be the money maker. If you're looking for an example of a money maker, Go to the South African Mint and then ask them to show you the machine that prints the money. That's a money maker. That's legit a money maker. A money maker finds joy and pleasure in making more money. Like they genuinely seem to think that the secret to happiness is having more money or making more money rather. Money makers usually neglect other parts of their life, like their families, their friends, their health, because most of their time is invested in making more money. Most of their time and energy is invested in making more money. And they are satisfied 
when you know they receive recognition and approval for their financial success it might even go become as bad as a person hoarding money because to maintain that financial success well it's kind of an illusion but like to maintain the financial success and to deal with this um money maker personality you know you could do things such as invest in your family or in your loved ones you know like paying for school fees or donating to non-profit organizations or non-government organizations or just taking a vacation dude like go to the bahamas you've worked hard you deserve it you know you've worked hard you can afford to go to the bahamas go girl go boy And there you have it, Buffet, to the six money personalities. The big spender, who is triggered by having money. The saver, who is triggered by the thought of spending money. The avoider, who is triggered by the word money or finance. The money master, who is living their best life. The money monk, who thinks that money is the root of all evil. And the money maker who thinks that the secret of happiness lies in making more money. So, money. Who am I? Which personality type do you relate with? And remember, there is nothing wrong with any personality type. We're all just, you know, growing and trying to figure things out. We're learning. We're moving. But before we wrap things up, let me leave you with, you know, some wise words because I'm kind by Lao Tzu and he says he who knows others is wise he who knows himself is enlightened with that being said I would like to thank you all for your support and for joining me and staying tuned until the very end please do share this with your grandmother Wakudzanemi and your uncle Wakubwatavili and your aunt Wako Cape Town and your sister Watanang Middle School or a primary. I'm not sure which primary. But yes, until next time, God bless.